The Romance Class Podcast is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano Chapter 18, Part 2 Why did you break up with me? James pursed his lips, laced his fingers together, and pressed his thumbs against his mouth as he took a deep breath. He didn't seem surprised by the question, but he also didn't hurry to answer. It gave me a chance to observe him, and I realized that I was no longer afraid to hear his answer. Instead of the anxiety that I used to feel at the thought of asking him that, I just felt resigned. Like I would be okay, even if he didn't answer the question. Finally, he looked at me. It's because we've changed. If my sister was here, she could have slapped him for this answer. I think I owe a bit more explanation than that, James. I know, you deserved it back then and I was such an idiot for not being more honest with you, he sighed. You are one of the most passionate people I know, Faith, and I love that about you. I couldn't help but wince at hearing him say, loved. He pursed his lips before continuing. You always went out of your way to help others, especially those who couldn't help themselves. I don't know anyone with a bigger heart than you do. But... James took another deep breath, and I realized that I had been holding my breath, my hands gripping the sides of my chair. I loosened my grip slowly and folded my hands on my lap. But I just can't imagine myself doing the same thing, or spending the rest of my life with someone whose mission in life is to go to the ends of the earth and help people. I mean, doing it one-off is fine, as an activity in my spare time, but I couldn't do it forever. And I most definitely didn't want to hold you back. He paused, his eyes pleading, trying to make me understand. I'm not an adventurous guy, Faith. I just want a quiet, predictable life. And I didn't think I could have it with you. But why were you flirting with me back at your house? I asked. His eyes widened. When did I flirt with you? After game night. When you told me to stay for Rain's birthday, you were so clingy. You didn't want me to leave. I wasn't flirting with you, he replied. Faith, you know me. That's how I talk to friends. And you said you were okay, that we're just friends, right? I wanted to smack him for being so clueless. Did you forget that I was your ex-girlfriend too? But you said you were okay. I just shook my head slowly, trying to make sense of my feelings. He didn't understand, and maybe I didn't understand him too. The apology that night at the supermarket wasn't enough to restore our friendship. I was just too desperate to keep him and to prove that I was okay, that I didn't allow myself to really grieve and let go of what we had. I wasn't ready for it, much more with James moving on so quickly. I thought I was, but... I wasn't actually okay, I said, in case he needed clarification. And I don't think we can be friends yet, James. I'm sorry. 
His face fell, and he was silent for a while. When he looked up again, he sighed. I should have just told you this. I should have talked to you earlier before you left, but you were so busy and excited for your mission trip that I didn't have the heart to burst your bubble. And then you were about to leave, and I knew that if I didn't tell you then, I'd regret it. I didn't want to string you along, then break up with you when you get back. Did it even cross your mind that I would have wanted to talk about how you felt? My voice quivered. Did you even think that maybe I should have been involved in this decision you made for our relationship? If I had asked you to choose between me and your job, would you have chosen me? I opened my mouth to say that of course I would have chosen him, but something stopped me. I shouldn't have to choose between them. Suddenly, I understood with absolute clarity that James and I would never have worked out. Even if we had managed to stay together, or if we had gotten back together, we wouldn't have lasted because he couldn't, or wouldn't, understand what I had chosen to do with my life. And I wouldn't have been able to live with someone who, while he was a good person, would only help when it was convenient to him. No, I said softly, shaking my head. No, I'm sorry, James. I thought so, he said sadly, nodding. And I wouldn't have wanted you to choose. Who else would save the world? Our eyes met, and we both managed rueful smiles. James was gentle and respectful, but his words still slammed into my heart and brought back all the hurt in the past months. A part of me wanted to get mad, but the other, bigger part was just resigned. I didn't see this coming, but if I thought about it, he had grown increasingly distant about what I did. Tolerant at times, polite at most. He used to join me when he can, but after a while he stopped being available whenever I invited him. He was a busy man after all and I tried to understand even if it bothered me. Could I have done something to save us? Maybe if I caught his indifference earlier on, I could have asked him about it. We could have discussed it. If I had paid more attention to the signs, maybe we could have avoided all this drama. But it's not like the breakup came like a tropical depression that I could have watched and waited and prepared for as it became a typhoon. We weren't at the mercy of each other's decisions. Relationships should be composed of two mature people who make decisions together. It can't just be up to one person to watch out for the storms. You won't win fighting for a relationship when only one of you was determined to keep it. There were still so many things I wanted to say, but I realized that none of it would change anything. I didn't know when he had given up on us, did it even matter now? It had ended for him the moment he made that decision that he didn't want to be with me anymore. And that's why we're not together now. I'm so sorry, Faith. His phone beeped and Katrina's smiling face flashed again. I watched as he glanced at the screen and his sad expression transformed into something happier. Something that I hadn't seen on his face for a long time. I rose from my seat. Thank you for meeting me today, James. No, thank you, he said, standing up as well. I'm really sorry I hurt you.
I just shrugged. Having this conversation made the breakup feel more final. It was done, and there was nothing he could do about it. I squashed the urge to hug him and turned around instead, leaving my ex-boyfriend with the box of our memories. A slight breeze greeted me as I stepped out of Pia's kitchen, lifting my hair and making my skirt swish. I smiled even as I wiped the last tears I had ever shed for James. I slung my bag over my right shoulder, then stretched my arms out in front of me, enjoying the absence of the box. It was nice to have my hands free again. I headed across the street, back to Paul, who was waiting for me outside the shop. Relief operations exist to meet the basic needs of those who had experienced a calamity. It's not meant to sustain the survivors, but to give them back their sense of dignity and hope as we figured out the solutions together. My conversation with James was my version of relief ops. It gave me what I needed to figure out where I wanted to go. It felt as if my world had finally stopped spinning and settled upright. There was no guarantee that this equilibrium would remain in the next few days and weeks or months, and I knew the loneliness and anger wouldn't just disappear in a snap. Our hearts can be a little bit of a storm sometimes, and you don't simply forget anyone you have loved for five years. But after relief comes rehabilitation, and soon, recovery. And just like all the communities that I had been fortunate enough to help and witness their recovery, I knew that one day, the anger would subside, the hurt would fade, and the sadness would be just a memory. I would learn to forgive him and myself. If you're into romance fiction, the Frolic Podcast Network includes shows that feature book club-style discussions, author interviews, comedy, critique, and fantastic conversations. We're excited to bring to the network romance by Filipino authors and recommend to you new podcasts and episodes to listen to. Find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. This episode was sponsored by what Kind of Day by Mina V. Esguera. A senator's speechwriter accidentally joins a tour of his own city and through his passionate tour guide gets to experience a new side of Manila on what should have been the worst day of his career. Available on Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, Google Books, and other retailers worldwide. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano. Text copyright Ana Tejano. Narrated by Jade Albert. Produced by Tanya Arpa and Mina V. Esguera. Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bit.ly slash keepthefaithbook. Season 3 of the Romance Class podcast features an unabridged audio version of a novel by a Filipino author featuring a Filipino narrator. We do this to make the work of Filipino authors more accessible to more readers and introduce Filipino voices in more ways than one. Help readers find us by leaving a review or a rating in Apple Podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any podcatcher of your choice. You can find the links to subscribe on romancepodcast.com. Subscribe, share, live tweet as you listen. 
add hashtag romance class so we can find your reactions and feedback. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, email mina at romancepodcast.com. Find more romance books by Filipino authors on romanceclassbooks.com.